And here we are, another edition of What Barry's Talking About from Barry 360. I'm Dan Blakely. On this week's program, Barry is getting a new inclusive playground in Painswick. We'll learn more about it and how it came about. The local Glowing Hearts charity will be making some noise and giving local children and youth some new opportunities thanks to a donation of musical instruments. Forget the WWE. Barry has its own brand of wrestling. We put the hammerlock on two of its main players. But first, do you like ABBA? Do you have a fan on your Christmas list? ABBA tribute show ABBA Fab will be in Hamilton early in the new year. Barry native Julia Davies saying, I do, I do, I do, I do, to the role of one of the A's in ABBA, Agneta. The show itself has actually been together for 14 years. Um, and I've been in the show, this is my sixth year, but this is um, my first year as Agneta. I was actually a backing singer for five years. Um, I played keyboards and did backing vocals um, when I first joined. Um, and now I worked my way up and I'm in Yetta. <laughs> so how does a girl from Barrie, Ontario get a gig like this? So it's kind of a long story, but um, I graduated from the Music Industry Arts Program at Fanshawe in London. Um, and after I graduated, I was offered a position in Las Vegas at one of the resorts as an audio engineer. And while I was working there, Abafab came in to perform and I ran sound for them. And that's how I met, uh, you know, the members of the show. And actually, my now husband um, was performing in the show. Uh, so that's how we met. And eventually, I moved to Arizona and joined the company and started working with Abafab. So were you a fan of ABBA before all of this or did you fall into it just because you needed some money? No, I, I was an ABBA fan um, as a child, actually. My uncle uh, was a big fan of ABBA and had the ABBA Gold album. Um, so whenever I was hanging out with him and playing games or cards or whatever we were doing, uh, we'd have the ABBA Gold album on in the background. So um, I, could, I already, you know, had a love for them, and then it just kind of grew. You know, the more songs I learned of theirs and got to know the bands and um, as a musician, really appreciating the the musicality and, you know, um, just how good the music is from that, that point of view as well. Well, this is the thing. They're catchy tunes. I, I'm sure it was pretty easy for you to pick them up. Oh, yes, of course. I mean, it, you can listen to them in the car while you're driving to the grocery store. You can listen to them while you're cleaning the house and, and just sing along and enjoy it. It's, it's not work. Um, having to learn their stuff. Do you find that it's, because I find people I talk to, they either love ABBA or they hate ABBA. There's no in-between. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends, uh, you know, what you're into, but they, you know, there's obviously the big hits that everybody knows, the Dancing Queen, the Mamma Mia, but there's so many great songs that were kind of B, B-side, you know, songs, deeper cuts that... You know, they hit some rock, they hit some classical influence. They've got they've got so many different things in their music and I think I think people just need to find the right song for them. But I mean it's just so fun. You know, that's that's what we find. People always tell us, Oh, it's just so fun, we just love dancing with with you and it's just it makes people happy, you know, for the most part. People just just enjoy it to get away for a night. And is that, do you think, what makes it so enduring to people? It's just, it's, it's a catchy tune. You can dance to them. It's fun stuff. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's it's hard not to, you know, whenever it comes on. And, and especially now with the the movies and the stage uh, musical of Mamma Mia, you know, we've got the younger kids that come in and, 
and they just want to dance and party, and, you know, they don't remember ABBA in their prime, but they know the music and they love it. I think it touches something with everyone. Have you ever had an opportunity to meet anybody from the band? No, no, unfortunately. Um... It would be amazing. I mean, it'd be an absolute honor. But they're uh, they're kind of untouchable, you know. They're they're uh, hidden away, working away, doing their thing. You should probably just send them some complimentary tickets and see if they show up. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be amazing. That would be yeah, that'd be an honor. Do you have a favorite song in general, number one, and a favorite to perform? Oh, that's a tough one. I think my favorite ABBA song is a bit of a deeper cut. Um, it's called Lovers Live a Little Longer. Yep, know it. Um, yeah, it's, it's got a little bit of that rock to it. Um, it's just a really cool song. Uh, so I'd say that's my favorite. My favorite to perform is probably Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. It's just a song that everybody loves. They all recognize that, that string intro and... Uh, everybody dances to that one. It's just such a fun song. Uh, so I'd say that's my favorite. When you're performing, you're obviously uh, dressed like they, they did when they were performing. Uh, how about the audience? Are they coming in, in ABBA garb? Are they uh, playing the part as well? Absolutely. We, you know, it varies audience to audience, um, the, the amount of participation, but we definitely get people coming out in full costume. They've got boas. We've had people show up with um, cardboard cutout faces of uh, the original ABBA members that they wear over their face and sing along with us. We've had uh, we had a lady on a recent tour showed up in a full um, bodysuit, like a morph suit of the Swedish flag. So we, we get every level of costuming and participation uh, that you can imagine, and we absolutely love it. All right, so you'll be in Hamilton uh, January 7th at First Ontario Concert Hall. What can people expect uh, when they show up there? They can expect just a fun night of, of dancing, uh, you know, the songs they remember. We really try to connect with our audiences. Uh, our goal is to have the audience leaving loving the show and the music, but also loving the cast and, and feeling that personal connection. Where we want people to just come and have fun and really, really enjoy enjoy the night and the show. Well, Anyata, Julia, thanks so much for the time today. Continued success with the show, and we'll look uh, forward to seeing you on the 7th. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Thanks to Julia Davies for joining us on What Barry's Talking About. Keep an eye on the Barry 360 Daily Newsletter for a chance to win tickets to the AvaFab show January 7th in Hamilton. Keeping things musical, Barry-based Glowing Hearts Charity has received a $6,000 grant from Music Counts, Canada's music education charity, which believes music can transform the lives of young people. Barry 360's Will Conkin learns more about Glowing Hearts and how the Music Counts money will be used from Glowing Hearts board chair, Sarah Fleming. So um, to begin, what is your charity? Maybe just give us a little breakdown of it. Yeah, sure. Going Hearts Charity uh, is a grassroots, completely volunteer-run charitable organization in Simcoe County, working to disrupt the cycle of poverty by empowering children and youth to realize their full potential. Our programs are all geared toward enabling children and youth in low-income households to access resources and opportunities that um, would otherwise, you know, have barriers because of finances. So the programs we offer support their growth, confidence, and determination. 
What are some of the programs that you offer? We have programs like Food That Fuels that provide food to uh, children in need when school isn't in session and access to food is um, more challenging. Um, things like necessities, hygiene kits, educational supplies through our Backpacks for Youth program, where this year we supported almost 1,200 children across Simcoe County with very um, backpacks with the supplies they need and lunch kits and water bottles. Uh, we have counseling um, connected with the Reflection Center. We provide uh, assistance for psychoeducational assessments. And then we have other programs, uh, educational-based programs and opportunities like Foundations um, for the Future, which works on teaching soft skills and um, entrepreneurship skills. Uh, and then, of course, our music programs we just started this fall. Yes, so kind of let's shift over to that. So what are these instruments, equipment, and resources that you're receiving from uh, Music Counts with, the, with their program? We're very fortunate, and we're granted $6,000 to be able to purchase instruments um, through the Music Counts TV Community Music Program, and we are really thankful because our goal is to provide instruments that are free of cost um, for those in low-income households, and you know, we know all of the benefits of a music program, but there are barriers like cost instruction, cost of instruments, and transportation. So this grant allows us to be able to purchase the instruments so that any of our participants in our programs are able to have the need to be able to participate. So we have ukuleles that uh, were purchased. We're waiting on guitars to come in, and um, we also purchased some percussion uh, kits for early music programs, and uh, we have a piano coming along as well, and we'll be working to supplement um, and purchase more instruments down the road. What's it mean to have this uh, initiative, the Glowing Hearts Charity in Barrie, and helping the people in this community? You know, one of the things with Glowing Hearts is we really want to fill gaps in services in the community um, all across County. And so our first program um, that we've initiated was a, a beginner ukulele program where 25 children were able to participate, and we used it as a, as a trial to see what will and what won't work best for the population we serve. And we're going to be um, creating small groups of no more than 12 participants. Um, and it's really, you know, we're working with community partners across Simcoe County to gradually expand our offerings and being able to help support those organizations is, is absolutely tremendous. We're going to be, you know, two of the organizations um, that we are definitely working with and some others are in the works are um, the Georgian Bay Native Friendship Center and the Berry Native Friendship Center because, you know, they have told us how important it is to have these opportunities to get kids out of their homes and connected. It means so much to be able to do this. Glowing Hearts Charity Board Chair Sarah Fleming in conversation with our Will Conkin. You can learn more about Glowing Hearts and the work they do at glowingheartscharity.org. What Barry's talking about is a weekly podcast featuring the best Barry has to offer and more. 
We've covered a lot of ground since we began in mid-July. We've learned to make roasted red-hot chili peppers, Paradise by the Oven Light Meatloaf, and Moody Blues Berry Muffins from the Sex, Drugs, and Pots and Pans cookbook, and how a Berry police officer and an RVH mental health crisis worker are making a difference with their mobile crisis response team. You can get caught up and make it easy to connect in the future by subscribing to what Barry's talking about through any podcast distributor. Still to come on what Barry's talking about, wrestling in Barry. Interest is growing in local grappling. And while there won't be a wrestling ring, there will be a lot of inclusive equipment for kids to play on in a new park being built in the city. Now this. It's cool to care. Not sure what to give this holiday season? Give the gift that can't be bought. Give the gift of life by donating blood. Just because the holidays are coming doesn't mean the need for blood goes away. There are over 500 appointments that need to be filled before December 31st. Visit blood.ca and book your appointment today with the Canadian Blood Services. Or take part in our Days of Giving campaign and come into the Berry Clinic on Bayview Drive until January 3rd and gift the gift of life. While you're there, fill out a ballot to win some great prizes. Sponsored by Cool FM. Blood, it's in you to give. Cool to Care is brought to you by Mortgage Wellness. Answering questions, solving problems, and maximizing your family's cash flow. It's Cool to Care with 107.5 Cool FM. This is what Barry's talking about from Barry360. I'm Dan Blakely. It may be on a smaller scale, but the step-over toeholds, forearm smashes, and flying elbows are every bit as real as the WWE when Barry Wrestling takes to the ring. Barry 360's Ian McLennan spent some time on the ropes with two of the main players, Corbin Jocelyn, better known as Van Landen, and Diamond Jim Lowe. Barry Wrestling itself, how long has it been around? And I know the um, the sport got lots of coverage and a lot of eyes uh, over uh, the summertime when you had some outdoor events. Yeah, Ian, well, we actually just celebrated our eighth anniversary in November. Uh, there had been another organization in Barry called Power Slam Wrestling Extreme. Uh, current Barry Wrestling owner, Sean Gibson, purchased that in 2014. We did a final show under that name in uh, November 2014 and at the end of that show rechristened ourselves as Barry Wrestling and the rest as they say is history. In terms of the sport uh, locally, where do the wrestlers come from? Where, where, where's the reach? Well, we have local heroes like Van Landen, uh, but we pull in uh, a lot of wrestlers uh, from the GTA. We have a regular group of guys who come in from Ottawa and uh, some of our most popular wrestlers like Puff or Young Jay Lee actually come from Buffalo. Now, is there a certain level in terms of, I don't know, skill set, that's what maybe the wrong words words to use, but in terms of what fans uh, see or those that want to be fans come out to it, what are they going to see? That's a really good question, and, and we sort of have a niche. Um, a lot of indie wrestling organizations will bring in one or two big stars, either from television programs like Impact Wrestling or uh, AEW, and you know, you, people come out because they know the name. We tend to to look at uh, you know, talent that's more building their careers. So, you know, someone like like Corbin, who's just a few years into his career, or if wrestlers like Von Vertigo, Gabriel Fuerza, who've basically grown up in Barry Wrestling, and you know, started very much in the position that that Corbin did, and are now international stars. How often 
Is there a wrestling event in Barrie? Do you branch out maybe outside of the Barrie area too? Yeah, so we uh, we tend to run monthly shows at the Ferris Lane Community Church at 49 Ferris Lane in Barrie. Uh, we actually have our next one coming up on December 10th. We do uh, a lot of special events throughout the year. So you, you mentioned summer shows uh, like the Downtown Barrie Canada Day. Uh, we were there for, for three days. Kempenfest, we did a bunch of shows uh, this year. We certainly have at times gone out side of the Barrie area, but we uh, we really, we've got a, an amazing fan base here in Barrie and tend to stick fairly close to home. And Corbin, yes. why wrestling? Well, it started off for me just as a, a little kid with a dream. As, as young as I can remember, I've been a fan of professional wrestling. Uh, I, I witnessed it for the first time through my father, who had it on the television for his own enjoyment. And as I was just seeing these larger-than-life personas sort of colliding in the ring, I was like, this is something that I would like to be a part of. These guys are being cheered by thousands of people, uh, being adored, getting their names on uh, video games, uh, action figures, and all things like that that really led me to realize, hey, this is something that looks like fun. It's something that, as an athlete, would be challenging in that aspect. And yeah, it just sort of started as a, as a kid with a dream uh, who wanted to make his dream a reality. Now, you made an interesting comment while we were chatting uh, before the podcast that you, you kind of compared this to uh, superheroes, but the, the wrestlers are the real-life thing. Absolutely. So if you wanted to meet Peter Parker, Spider-Man, would you go see Andrew Garfield? Would you go see you know some actor? Because that's all they are. They're actors playing characters with professional wrestling. The wrestler is that person when you meet him, you know? Whether or not they, they have an alias name, such as myself with Van Landon, they are that person, and you can meet them, you can get their autograph, and you can look up to them or aspire to be like them, whether they're good, bad, well, it doesn't matter. It's really quite amazing and, and rewarding at one of our shows to see how the younger fans in particular, but the fans of all ages, react to a, a character like a Van Landon because you know he's right there and they can meet him at intermission. They can buy an 8x10 that he's going to sign in front of them. They can you know get their parents to take a picture of him. And uh, uh, especially you know when they know it's someone local who's out there going toe-to-toe with you know, th- these wrestlers from all over. Ontario and Quebec and New York it's uh, it's really amazing it's almost um, it's called sports entertainment for a reason because it's in some ways a lot like having the Barry Colts in town and meeting the players but it's also you know got a lot of Hollywood uh, in the presentation favorite wrestler growing up it's a tough one two brothers two Canadian brothers they're pretty well known uh, Owen and Bret Hart uh on any given day, one would be my favorite, but how can you try to just pick one between the two of them? They are Canadian legends, icons, and deserve all the recognition they get. I guess I should ask, too, what's your best move in the ring? What are you known for? <laughs> uh, fans uh, from all over will know me for my 
famous airplane spin. It's called the aviation. It's when I pick people up, spin them around, and try to make them throw up. It hasn't happened yet, but we don't know. And Jim, what about you in terms of a favorite wrestling athlete? Well, that's a really good question. Um, you know, obviously, I came up in a different era than, than Corbin, but uh, I always loved uh, Nick Bockwinkle, who was a, a wrestler in the 70s and early 80s because he was the thinking man's uh, wrestler, and uh, you know, he could talk anybody through the door with his promos. Uh, a little later than that, and probably my, you know, my favorite to watch in the ring was the Macho Man Randy Savage. Barry Wrestling is holding a Slamily reunion December 10th featuring its women's division, how to get tickets and more about the show on their Facebook page at Barry Wrestling. Well, isn't this exciting? A new inclusive playground being built in Painswick. It'll host a variety of imaginative and inclusive features accommodating sensory, physical, and cognitive disabilities, enabling kids of all abilities to play side by side. Here again is Will Conkin getting the whys and hows from Ward 9 Councillor Sergio Morales. I'm pretty excited today. Canadian Tire Jumpstart Charities, known to the public as Jumpstart, has announced that they're going to build the largest inclusive playground that they've ever built in Canada and they're going to build it in Barry's very own Ward 9. How was uh, Barry chosen for the playground? Did the city contact uh, Canadian Tire, or did uh, they reach out to the city? It's no secret that Barry's one of the largest, uh, the fastest-growing communities in, 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 in Ontario. So I think there, there was an opportunity for uh, Jumpstart to put this uh, great accessible park in a location where it's going to be used, not just for now, but for... Uh, the decades to come as Barry continues to grow. Um, and the area that made the most sense in the city of Barry was Painswick Park there at the corner of Ward 9 and Ward 10. What's this mean for the community and those who maybe can't play on a regular playground? It means that they have an opportunity uh, to do what, what many of us take for granted. Uh, it, this isn't just about building the biggest uh, and shiniest park. This was about building a park that met accessibility standards uh, for mobility, for other play features of people who, who might have other limitations. So this is truly a park of all, for all ages. Um, and obviously, the better you design a park, the more it's used. And then that's when you kind of really have succeeded at that point. When is the uh, completion date? We're aiming at do, having a fall 2023 uh, completion. Are there any other upgrades coming to uh, Painswick Park? Yes, yes. The City of Barrie had already committed... Uh, to redevelop Ainswick Park by adding eight new pickleball courts with new lighting to expand uh, some of the parking area uh, to build a shade structure, uh, extend the, the, the lighting of walkways, uh, as well as relocating uh, the baseball diamond and making it basically a much better, more usable baseball diamond. So this builds on the investments that the city of Barrie had already committed to this earlier this summer. With the inclusive playground and these other um, these other additions, do you know how much total funding is coming into all of it for these additions? The investment that Jumpstart made was $1.9 million, in addition to the over $1 million commitment the city already made. Thanks very much, uh, Sergio, and a uh, pleasure to connect with you. Hopefully we'll uh, chat some more another time. Great. Take care, Will. As Councillor Morales said, they're hoping to have the playground ready for the kids by next summer.
And that's our program for this week. Thanks to Will Conkin and Ian McLennan for their input and to Matt Ladder for piecing it all together. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to what Barry's talking about, rate it, review it. You can also keep up with what Barry's talking about on Facebook and Twitter at Barry360 and on our website, Barry360.com. I'm Dan Blakely. Hope you'll join us again next week.